Welcome to Brunch Gets Real, where we reflect on our mistakes from the past and share our advice on surviving life through our mid-twenties. So grab a mimosa and some avocado toast. So welcome, everybody. My name is Elia. And my name's Erin. Um, and welcome to our first ever podcast. Yeah, we're new to this, so uh, it's going to take some time and yeah. <laughs> patience from our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a little, a little bumpy. It's gonna be a bumpy. Yeah, episode, so. but that makes it better, right? So much better. <laughs> it's gonna sound exactly like brunch talks. I hope so. Also, our just regular phone call talks. Yeah, of, exactly. Of our embarrassing moments and a ton of random situations we get ourselves into. Um, so my name is Elia. Like I said before, um, I am 24 years old. I graduated from UConn now like a year ago, which is crazy. Um, I was an athletic training major. Now I work for a physical therapy clinic and as an athletic trainer, which has been really cool. And now I'm in the process of applying to physical therapy schools. So I'm trying to go back to school and it is a roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) So that's just a little bit about me. Okay, and I'm Erin. I'm also 24, and I met Elia at UConn. I was in the nursing program. I'm a nurse now, and I'm actually in between jobs. I just quit my old job, which I was there for about a year and a half, as um, I worked on an Alzheimer's dementia unit. And now I'm going to do home care. So I'm really excited. I'm in, I'm in the transitional phase. I have a little bit of time off, so um, I'm excited. I think that's a, the cool thing about this is, is I think, we're both in like transition phases, mm-hmm. like different, a little bit different stages. Like I'm going back to school and you're um, advancing to a new job. And I think that's kind of in a way also why we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah. Um, because um, I feel like there aren't as many podcasts where people talk about life in their mid twenties. And I don't know, it's just a lot of ups and downs. I feel like, I think for me, what I hope people get out of this is to know that they're not alone. We all go through the post-grad blues. Um, It's not an easy time of our lives, but I feel like it's also one of, I think, the most rewarding so far because we're kind of thrown into life after college on our own Mm -hmm. and we no longer have our friends around us, like our major support system we're thrown into the real world where we have to go into job every uh to work every day and you may not always be surrounded by young people and it's like an adjustment or maybe you have an office job so you're always in front of a computer and it's not the same so the adjustment or you're living at home which is i that's my situation right now and i know totally different ball game so different. <laughs> there was a lot of things to get used to. Um, so I just hope that people could listen to this and just relate and know that we all go through it, but we're all doing great no matter what. So that's kind of like what I hope people get out of this podcast. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as Elia. I really like the idea of talk, sitting down and talking about how we don't really have our shit together yet. We're still in this early 
you know, transitional phase where we're trying to figure out what we want to do for the rest of our lives. And yes, we have careers and jobs that we go to every single day, but you know, is this what we want to do forever? Is this exactly where we see ourselves? And we don't necessarily have like, you know, our, our main friends to fall back on anymore because people are all off doing their own things. So we're trying to, we're just navigating life right now and we're trying to figure it out. And we think that can be relatable to a lot of people in the same boat. Yeah. So I'm excited. I think what we both want this podcast to feel is like you're literally having brunch with us and just talking about life and copying like maybe what we did the night before and then recapping our week. And obviously like each episode will have like a different theme and things like that. But I want, we want it to feel like a regular brunch talk, a regular brunch chat. Like we do every whatever Sunday, Yeah, you know, we want to feel like you're with your friends. And um, also this will be cool to kind of like look back on and see Mm -hmm. where we were and then how far we're going to go. And so this is going to be a very imperfect podcast, but I think that's what's going to make it really cool. Yeah. With us as we <laughs> navigate podcasting life. That's um, going to be interesting 40 years from now when I watch these podcasts and <laughs> reflect on what I was like back then. <laughs> oh no, I think we're going to cringe. We're going to be like, oh my God, what were we thinking? <laughs> I hope we're going to be proud. <laughs> I, I think that, but then I also look back at like videos that I made when I was in like or even pictures of like freshman year of college. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my God, I was so like, different. <laughs> I still sometimes feel 17. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do not feel 24. That number does not resonate in my brain. No, same. Um, my friend, um, Emma, uh, she was saying how she's turning 25 soon. And I'm like, holy what? Holy midway literally midway through your 20s i know and we're still young we're still babies but we are but it's still like a, i don't know it's a weird feeling like we're no longer weird 21 yeah um, we're not teenagers anymore either i mean that's that ship has sailed long long ago <laughs> i think another cool thing that we should let our listeners know so because this is going to be like a life advice type or even like not even advice just sharing our life um, type of audio experience we're gonna talk about like everything mm-hmm. like, we're gonna get real oh very real the emotional the sad the the happy exciting like every feeling emotion that you can think of we're gonna talk about and we're gonna talk about friendships um love life love life <laughs> navigating dating life and navigating dating which so that's gonna be cool and then work life because that that plays a big role in our lives and and that like really affects like my mood and and where I'm at too because work right now has been a big part of my life and and then also school and all of that so we're gonna touch upon everything hopefully Um, hopefully well I mean who knows how many episodes we're gonna have we're gonna touch upon almost everything (laughs) um and then I think Oh, yeah. So in terms of like the love life and love advice, I think it'll be pretty cool because Aaron is in a fully committed relationship. So that's so awesome. And then I first time in my life ever. 
really big for me. <laughs> That's another huge thing. It's like new relationships, new experiences, navigating being in a serious committed relationship because yeah. that own ups and downs. Um, and then and Elia's navigating the dating life right now. Well, she's, you know, Elia's very work focused, but I think she's starting to get back into the dating aspect of her life. I'm trying to keep an open mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this will be an interesting uh, journey, I guess. Yeah. Know about <laughs> very different from in college because we are, we're going to talk about college and how that went and what dating was like in college. That's like a whole other conversation. So different. Um, we should have a whole episode on just dating. Oh, that could go. I could talk about that for hours. I think that should be a, for sure a separate episode because that that's a big thing that a lot of our friends what we're trying to navigate is dating after college. Mm-hmm. So different and it's hard and it's like actual work um and for me it's really scary because I've never even in college I was never like the one to like it, it was just different it was a different dynamic so we'll get into that in another episode um so I think this is this is fun this is good um <laughs> should we talk about how we met yes because that's I think it was fate I swear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we, I feel like, you know what? We probably, something would have driven us together at some point in our college career. It was just bound to happen. I believe that fully. Oh, sure. But the way it happened, I think, was so funny. So do you want to start off and, like, share? Yeah. So we both lived in a dorm together. We didn't know at the time, but we were on the same floor. And I had a four person quad it was it was used to be a study hall got transformed and it was ginormous so I lived with three separate people and we kind of we met on a night out let's just say uh Friday woo yeah at UConn they have this road called hunting lodge and it was pretty much like freshman year. It was like the exodus of drunken freshman students just running out of their dorms down Hunting Lodge around 10 p.m. at night, hoping to find or stumble upon a frat party, basically, and get in. Oh. And <laughs> that happened like every single weekend. Uh, it was, we had no plan in mind, just get drunk and walk down Hunting Lodge Road. Walk <laughs> down the road. Honestly, that was the best. I think that was the last year that that that's how UConn was after that like UConn I feel like the party scene changed but freshman year though freshman year freshman year that we got because I don't think freshman Friday exists anymore no it doesn't I mean the cops kind of uh cracked down freshman year they weren't as strict exactly so so but yeah how did we meet (laughs) yeah so we were walking down hunting lodge Honestly, it's kind of fuzzy. Like, I don't even know how or <laughs> Who talked to who? I have no idea, honestly. Remember, it was yeah. like walking down the street, trying to look for a party. I'm with, like, two of my friends from high school who also lived on my floor, which I thought was so crazy. And we're walking down, and then I don't know why or what, but, like, when you're that night, everybody just wants to get to know everybody. Everybody talks to everybody. You talk to people randomly on the street. Yeah. You know, if you like started a conversation with us or we started a conversation with you, but for whatever reason, we all started talking. 
And we're walking along, trying to find a party, going from house to house. And then we started asking each other, like, oh, like, what's your name? Like, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, what dorm are you living in? And then I don't know who said, but we were like, Wyndham. And then we we're like, wait, me too. <laughs> like, what floor? Oh, the third floor. What? Me too. And then we realized that we live like two doors down from each other. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we all became really good friends. Like, yeah, everyone from my, from my dorm and hers. And then we met a couple peop- other people along the way on the same exact night. And we all kind of just combined and became one giant friend group. And yeah. that was our entire freshman year, yeah, basically, in a nutshell. Day, we, we, we always hung out. Like, Mm-hmm. every day <laughs> yeah it was I feel like we would have you know I, maybe we would have met like in the bathroom at some point but when I went into the bathroom freshman year I just wanted to go in and brush my teeth and not talk to anybody and get out like I wasn't trying to make friends in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get in do my thing and get out so who knows I feel like eventually we would have met um but it was just funny the way it happened how we were you know when I say mass exodus of people it's like, it's, it is like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like a music festival, a bunch of drunk people coming together. So there's no way we would have like, we didn't leave together. We just kind of found each other. Yeah. Which randomly, like, why did we randomly start talking to each other? We don't know. Yeah. So (laughs) I think that's a really fun story to tell. And then, yeah, we all became like, because you guys had the big room, like me and then our other two friends who live right next to me we all basically made Aaron's room our room. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that's typical because we had just, it was ridiculous how big our room was. It was ginormous. We could do cartwheels. We like could run inside. Yeah, we scootered in our room. We took a scooter in our room and started like playing around with that. Like uh, one of the nights we threw a kind of a little party in our dorm and um, one of the my roommate's boyfriends, he brought his scooter and just started for what, he had a broken foot at the time. And he's, <laughs> he's scootering back and forth. And then he takes it outside down the hallway. But that's besides the point. We just had a very big room. <laughs> that is so funny. No, that, uh, there were so many, like so many firsts, uh, especially I think for you, for me, like, that whole uh, North and Wyndham, like, crazy, like, just craziness. Times. Although I feel like I, I was still, like, very innocent my freshman year. Like, I don't think... Oh, I- yeah. You were, like, the person that we wanted to corrupt. Like, I thought I was innocent. <laughs> and I was, like... Because I was very innocent, too. But you were, like, I don't want to... You, you were very shy and, like, did not want to really... It took a little bit to break you out of your yeah. shell. It's so crazy to think of, like, freshman Elia, Mm -hmm. senior year Elia, to now Elia, and I'm like... a totally different person. Well, like, I think to my core, I'm still the same. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But definitely broke out of my shell 100%. And it's funny because I do consider myself an introvert, and... And I've always grown up to be more, like, on the shyer, quieter side, but I feel like when I tell that to some people, they're like, what? You're not an introvert. 
Like, I feel like because, and I feel like same thing with you. Like, no, I would not describe Elia as an introvert at all. Like, she's the I, person that like knows everybody at the party, basically. Like, she knows everyone. She's friends with everybody. Makes a point to talk to everybody. I would not consider her an introvert. You too. Like, I feel like <laughs> we think we're introverts, and then like I look at you, and you can strike up a conversation with anybody. And you're super social and make everybody feel so comfortable and at ease. Mm-hmm. And well, thank you. Oh, yeah. I think we're introverts in the sense that we like to, we like being around people and we get a lot of joy out of going out and meeting new people. But then we need that time alone. We can function without that time alone by ourselves, doing absolutely nothing, just by ourselves thinking. Sure. Oh my God. Yes. That cannot be more true. Um, this past, like this summer, I've been, I didn't plan a big trip, usually like doing like a big trip going to a country far away or California or something. But this year I did more like little trips. So we went to Martha's Vineyard, Washington, DC, and then I went to Vegas for work. But for me, it was like back to back and I was always surrounded by people 24 seven that I got back from Vegas and that was like my last trip. And I was dead. Like I was exhausted, (laughs) I think from just everything, the flying, the just everything. But I was like, I need a whole week of just laying in my bed, <laughs> watching movies, not talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt so bad for my parents because I just didn't want to talk. Like, I was like, I'm so done. Yeah. I need time for myself. You need to recharge. It's like, either you can only spend some, your like energy meter for that kind of thing is only so high. And you need to, you need to, you need that recharge session afterwards. Otherwise you're not going to be able to like move forward. I, that's how I feel with work almost because I'm around people all day, every day. And it's like, people are at you all the time. There's people who have desk jobs. Maybe they sit kind of by themselves um, in a cubicle and they talk to like their coworkers every now and then, but I'm just people in my face all day long. And if I don't have that hour, two hours after work, to just be in my room alone, then I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. Even for lunch too, like I like going to lunch by myself, which sounds weird <laughs> because it's like loner. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I honestly have no issue with that. But it's kind it's the same thing. I'm always around people. You're all like part of my job is always communicating and talking to people. So it's nice to have some like alone time and just yeah, kind of, you need um, it. Yeah, recharge. I think also, I think because we're so similar in that respect, um, Aaron and I were roommates pretty much our whole college career. Yeah, we decided to be roommates sophomore year. We met freshmen, did the whole dorm thing, and then we're like, I guess, trying to save money in a way and decided to move off campus uh, into the apartments there that we had. So we lived together for three years out of our four-year college. And then I stayed in, in a fifth year. Um, so I had other roommates, but my, my main roommate was Aaron. But I think because we are similar and we are very like independent in terms of like, mm-hmm. like our alone time. It worked. It worked so well. Like we could come back and like just talk about our day or talk about our weekend or whatever and have girl talk. But then we could also just like, you could be on your laptop. I'll be on my laptop and just not talk. Yeah. Be like and silently in yeah like silently together silently yeah. <laughs> we liked our alone time but we it, we didn't care that we were in the same room or whatever we would just realize that this was our alone time on our computers this was our alone time just with our own thoughts yeah exactly yeah. So i think that's why we worked out so well yeah 
so happy. It was, it was the perfect, perfect combination, I think. And like, I don't know if I could have really lived with anybody else during my college years. I don't think so either. I mean, for that long. Like, no. I did live, like, I had a great roommate um, my fifth year. But I think for that, the amount of time that we lived together, I don't think I could have done it with anybody else. No. Oh, well, we did have a nice roommate our senior year. Yeah. Um, so, yep. Our, that would be my fourth year, senior year. She, oh, we are going to have her on the pod. We're going to have a lot of our friends on this podcast because we all have such different perspectives, different stories, experiences. Um, so our senior year roommate, hopefully, will come on. Yes. Um, Shout out Sarai. Sarai, yay. Um, <laughs> so she's going to be super fun to have. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to have our friends on here. Me too. I feel like that'll be really fun because I know how I have stories. I know I have things that I want to talk about, but it'll be really nice to have like once our maybe we, we have less or we talk about ours. We need outside perspectives and outside mistakes and trials and tribulations. For sure. Yay. Okay. So, yeah, we actually don't live together now. We're not roommates anymore. Um, as soon as I graduated, I obviously moved back. I'm from Boston originally. Uh, and so I moved back home and, you know, ever since then we've been apart. Elia lives in Connecticut. Yeah. But actually, but it's cool. Cause I'm not that far. I'm not terribly far. No, I still can two hours. No big deal. I'll go down, visit her. Well, well, we just went to a country concert last weekend. Oh, that was so fun. That's tradition. That's becoming country a- concerts every summer. I, I would do a country concert every weekend if yeah. I could. So, well, actually next year we should just get the the country like package so you go to unlimited country concerts for the summer you just pay one price oh yes oh my gosh i would do i would do that we should do that next year but yeah but no we we live apart we don't live together it was kind of weird at first yeah but it was weird too because i stayed and did a fifth year you graduated Mm -hmm. so i had to find a new roommate and luckily everything worked out. Everything was fun. But I remember going into my fifth year because you, Sarah, like we had our friend group. Yeah. Friends with other people, but you guys were like my main people. Like if I ever like had a horrible day or was like crying emotional or anything, um, you guys were like my support system. And so when you guys left, I'm like, Oh shoot. Like who, who am I going to have? Like, yeah. I mean, you have friends, you have friends obviously, but like when you, when your main, like your OG, OG like always going to be there ones leave. It's, it's yeah, tough. It was tough, but honestly though, um, so I was an athletic training major. So my program was very small. We had 14 people. It was like 10 guys and four girls. So luckily we're all very, very close. And because of that, I was also in a mentoring program. So I had, I was a mentor and I had my mentees. I became really good friends with one of my mentees, Tati, who mm-hmm. hopefully could also have on the show as well. Um, so luckily through the people in my class, because we saw each other every single day and our schedules were so crazy. And I think also why you were a really cool roommate too, because you had clinicals mm-hmm. and we had some clinicals. So we can relate a lot. Um, and that helped tremendously because our schedules would be crazy. And sometimes people yeah. don't understand that. So, sometimes we wouldn't see each other for days yeah. at a time. Yeah. So, except for sleeping. Except for like a body underneath a yeah, uh, blanket. That's it. Yeah, no, I'd get 
hole and Aaron would be knocked out. Yeah, I had to sleep at, you know, 8 p.m. sometimes because of clinicals. So it was definitely, we we made it work though. It was, our schedules worked out. Yeah. And so going into my fifth year, I was really lucky to have such an amazing group of people in my class. And through them um, and through Tati, we all had mutual friends and I became really, really close to them. And um, my friendships got even stronger with them. And, and my, my fifth year was honestly like such an amazing year. And I loved, I love everybody. I love, so shout out to all my athletic training friends. Um, they're amazing human beings. Um, I'm so happy I went through that with them. So yeah, I survived my fifth year without my, my OG crew, but um, I, I gained other really cool friendships as well. And now I've been able to kind of bring everybody together. Um, and I feel like everyone gets along pretty well. So it's, it's really cool how friendships intertwine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it definitely is cool. I mean, I, a lot of, right now I live in Boston, the Boston area and a lot of my like hometown friends from high school, I still hang out with because those are sort of like OGs also. Like I knew them since I was a kid basically. Uh, but I've introduced almost all of them and Elia knows almost all of them and is friends with almost all of them. So it's like it, it you just kind of combine your worlds and I know, it's, it's really cool. better. I think we're so lucky because I don't know what it's like for other people. So if other people want to like share, but I feel like we're so lucky because for the most part, all of our friends are like have, either have a similar mindset or I don't know, like just similar vibes that. Yeah, we, it, you can accept other people to the group all of all of our friends are like very open and not non-judgmental and just want to meet new people and they don't really they're they're okay with more people coming in and joining in and all that stuff yeah. so like when we do put everybody together in a room it's never like awkward everyone's yeah. always willing to like which it shouldn't be it should never be you should never be upset at meeting or having new friends more friends so like, i mean you know this there is there are people that are so clicky, like they have their group and they won't like, yeah, like they won't even socialize with anybody else, which I will never understand. Me. I don't, I will never understand. I think a lot of it's a comfort thing. Like people do it because, because sometimes I could get into that mood where I'm like, I just don't want to talk to anybody else. That's more of like a mood thing for me. Um, but I think it's more comfort. Like people are afraid to go outside their comfort zone. Same. I mean, I am, I'm too, I'm for sure guilty of that, but I think maybe that's why yeah they're they know them they know they know everything about them and they know everything about you and you don't really want anyone else to be in on that kind of exactly so but luckily I think for all of our friends we're not majority of us aren't like that so it makes it so much easier to plan trips and outings and and get togethers because it's like we're never like oh my god are they gonna get along like that's never been no that's never the case Um, we wouldn't be friends with people that you know, Actually, yeah, no, that's true. Don't get along with others. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that shows a lot of our character and our friends' character, too, like who we are. So I think that's, I don't know, I just feel very, like, I feel so lucky and so grateful. I think that's one of the things I've, I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting, especially this past year. Um, I'm like, wow, I, we are so lucky to have the people we have in our lives Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able, like you said, you're still friends with people from your hometown. And I still have my friends from my hometown, too, that I still talk to and hang out with. And it, I don't know. It's like uh, some people don't have that. 
Yeah. Uh, well, let's not get it twisted. It's not like we have a million friends that we're just like yeah, hitting yeah, up every right. single weekend and we're like, yeah. oh my God, this person. Like, no, we, no. we have our main groups that we have known for a long time. And like by main, I mean like, you know, a select few, a handful of people that we really trust and that we like have known since we were younger or have known through our college career. Yeah. You know, we don't, we're not all over the place. Yeah, no, not like that. It may seem like that, but no, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Like, um, like there's those select few that you call whenever something's going. (laughs) (laughs) Like that person. (laughs) Who was it? Uh, That was my mom. I don't know. Oh, your mom. (laughs) I don't know. Because it's connected to my laptop, so it always goes off. Oh, okay, yeah. Now I know why Logan Logan's thing always goes off. I was like, why? You know, on his podcast, oh, this is a, I'm not even going to plug his podcast. Oh. Sometimes throughout his podcast, somebody's calling him and, it, mm-hmm. and you hear the do-do-do-do, you know, the sound. And I'm like, why doesn't he have his phone on silent? But I think it's but because it of his laptop. Yeah, it's connected Maybe. to his laptop, so that makes sense. All right, so that We're was- unprofessional. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think, what were we talking about? How Just friends, how we have a group, a close group of friends and we are always welcoming new people, but like the, we, like the handful of people that we really trust and know are the ones we're going to be going to. Yeah, exactly. And I know that those people um, are the people like I know 100% will always be in my life in some way. Yes. There's just, I just know. Like you, you know that no matter what happens, um, you'll still have that person in your life, whether you're super close to them or not. Like it doesn't matter. You know that they're always going to be there. I think too, for us, I feel like we've grown so much and our friendship. I really love too, because living together, obviously you're bound to have, and I think this is what's so different for me. I'm an only child. Oh yeah. I have a huge family. I have a lot of cousins and yes, I get into arguments with cousins and whatever, but it, it's it's like we're blood family, so it doesn't matter. You get over it within a day. Yeah. Me living with another person was interesting because it was great, but it, it was a learning experience in terms of like, I was like, oh my God, we get into an argument. She's going to hate me forever. Like, we're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> always because I was like, I don't know like what it's like. Like, I don't know what it's like. And I remember you saying like, no, Elia, you're like my sister. Like, we'll argue, but, like, it, it doesn't It's not going to matter in the long run. Like, yes, we'll be mad at each other for, like, a day or even a week or whatever it may be, but, like, it's, it's like having a sister where you just have to get over it because you're, you're just tied together that way. And, like, your friendship means more than anything else, but I think that's what's also really cool about our relationship and us, and I think why we've we are who we are now, I think, was, in terms of who we are as friends, mm-hmm. um, is because we did go through little bumps in the road, but they weren't, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like little bumps here and there that's normal within friendships. But I think how we worked through everything was really cool to see. Oh, definitely. It helped us a lot now communicate with, like, people in our lives now, like our friendships in yeah. our lives now. Because I'm like, okay, like if I hadn't gone through that with Aaron back then, like this would totally be like so new to me. And I think it would be a lot harder. Um, I think you need, I think a perfect relationship is 
I'm not going to say unhealthy because there are people that get along so well that they just never fight. But I think there's always like, when there's a perfect relationship, there's probably something under the surface that they're just not saying for fear of maybe causing waves or like making the other person upset or whatever. It's like you, I think fights are healthy and it's how you deal with them and how you talk through it. That really tells like uh, how you guys work together versus like just not saying anything at all, putting it under the rug and like hoping it goes away. Yeah. And I, that is so important because at the end of the day, we want to be friends with people who accept us for us. That's so cheesy. You guys are going to notice in my, in the podcast that I'm like the cheesiest person ever, <laughs> but um, you don't want to be friends with people that you have to, like you feel like you're walking on eggshells with. Or you can't be Definitely your not. vocalize your opinion. That's exhausting. We've had those friendships. Yeah. It is not fun. It's emotionally draining. You feel like it's like we were living with a person and, and you feel like you weren't even in comfortable in your own home. Like Yeah, that's not fun. That's not good. You need to be able to say what you you know, what you're feeling without fear of retaliation or just yeah, yeah being judged. And it's also important to know how to communicate things too, because, and that's something that we learned a lot is like, okay, like, how should I say this? So you, so we won't take it in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're both sensitive human beings. Oh no, we're both, we, we both have, I think personally, I have a problem in the way that I communicate because I need, I like to say things that'll cause the least waves as possible. And sometimes they're not fully what I want to say. I mean, I'll say it, but it's, I think I, I tr I'm a little bit afraid of what other people are going to think. And I'm, I'm working on that on myself, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like to cause waves. And I know that's very hypocritical to say, I think that I will say what's bothering me, but I'm going to say it in the nicest way possible. Yeah. And like, also, I feel like for you, it takes you a little bit longer to say what you truly feel sometimes. I feel like more before, I think now it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Or in college I feel like it definitely took you a lot longer yeah because I wanted everyone to like me I was like I can't I can't no I need everyone to like me I can't be problematic I and I think I've grown since then well for sure I no. I think you're you're so bad I'm not that you weren't badass before but I feel like you've really come into your own and hearing your stories and like how you talk to certain guys and you're so straightforward to the point but like also in a respectful way like yeah it's so crazy to see that growth within you. Um, and I think for me, it's a little bit, it was a little different because I think for me, I was, I'm very, I like, I had no problem saying like what was on my mind. Mm -hmm. but sometimes I felt like I was, I don't know how it came off, but I, I sometimes felt like it might've come off as too like blunt or too like abrupt. Which can be good can be good, but then sometimes it's, like, not good. Like, I'm very, like, I'm feeling something in a moment, and I'll say it, and I think now I'm starting to realize, like, now if I'm feeling a certain time of, a type of way or I'm feeling very emotional or, like, something comes through me, like, I'm very upset or annoyed or angry, like, I always need, like, time to kind of come back down. Yeah. Because if because I... what you say in the moment might not be how you actually feel later on, and then you end up saying something that is hurtful that you didn't necessarily have to say. Exactly. And I think that for me was very college. Like I would just say whatever I was feeling in the moment. So like I could be feeling so upset and angry and I'll say it. Mm -hmm. and, and then hours later, I'm like, dang, I didn't mean that. 
So like now when I talk to people or I am feeling like in that way, even like my fifth year of college, I'm like, okay, like I need to actually like, I can't say anything right now. I'm really upset right now. I just need time for myself. And then I'll like take a chill pill. I'll like, I don't know, go out on my own, go to the gym or whatever. And then I'll talk to the person either that night or the day before. Cause like once I've relaxed and once I let everything like pass, all the emotions pass, then I, I have so much clarity in my brain and I'm like, Oh wait, that wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know why I made it a big deal. So I think for me, it's, it's kind of a little bit of the opposite. It's kind of like taking it down a notch and like just relaxing a little bit and then saying what I, I'm, I'm truly feeling and thinking instead of in the moment saying what I'm feeling. Yeah, you have, to, you have to be able to process what you're feeling before you say it. Yeah, but for me, <laughs> I say it and I'm like, wait, I didn't hear that. I remember somebody told me, like I got into like this, we got into this like, disagreement I guess not even a disagreement it was more like we were just having a a big conversation and I did get a little bit upset and they were like let's talk about it like let's just hash it out and talk about it like get it over with and stuff and I'm like and I told them I was like I'm sorry but I can't talk about it right now (laughs) right now I'm not in the right headspace. You're not going to say what you want, like how you want to say it. Exactly. So then we talked about it like literally the day after and it was fine. Like it was all good. So absolutely. Um, so it, it's, but I'm also the same way in that I am a people pleaser as well, but I think it's in, in a different way. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah, I think that you do things. I'm a people pleaser in the sense that, like, even if I don't really like somebody, I still want to be, how, I still want to treat them how I want to be treated. And I want them to like me. And it's kind of a sick, twisted thing where, like, why do I want someone who I don't really like to like me? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I want, uh, it's like, I want to please everybody regardless of, like, who they are and, like, what they mean to me, kind of. Yeah. And I think that you're a little different in the sense that you you want to please the people that you actually care about yeah. and that you really like that's going to mean something to. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, that's true. Now you that you want to please people that you care about and that it's not just like it's they, it means something. Yeah, that's true. And then, but my issue with that was, um, for example, I had all these, I mean, in college, I did have a lot of friend groups. Um, like I, I was a friends and acquaintances with a lot of different people. Um, and I had my main group of friends mm-hmm. and I remember always trying to please everybody else and always being there for like, in terms of me doing everything for everybody else and doing what everybody wanted. And that's even the same thing with my family. Like even my parents, it's like, I always did what I think they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So even like with my friendships or real, not even, I wouldn't say like the closest friendships because with my really close friends, I would be very like straightforward and honest. Yeah. But yeah. With, like acquaintances and other like a little bit like friends that I wasn't as close with. I think I always wanted to do what everybody else wanted to do or like I was doing things that I like was expected of me to do. Like, yeah. And that's exhausting too. I feel like for me, I was always trying to live up to other people's expectations of me. Mm-hmm in every part of my life, family, friendships, academic, like I was, even my 
senior year. You know what I'm thinking of right now? What? I'm thinking of the scene from, like, Cinderella's story where he, ha- he throws him the football back. Oh, and yeah. it's like, Austin, where are you going? And, oh, like, this is your dream. You're throwing away your dream. And then he goes, no, Dad, I'm throwing away yours. <laughs> yes. No, for real. That's how I, I felt. And not that my family, like, forces it upon me. I always just took that upon myself. Like, even with my professors, I was mm-hmm. scared to tell them that I didn't want to get a master's and that I wanted to do PT because I was, I felt like I was letting them down. Yeah. My issue was I was always trying to live up to other people's expectations or what I thought other people expected of me. And I think this past year for me is like really focusing on what do I want to do? Like do what I want to do. Yeah. What makes me happy and don't worry what other people are going to say and what they're gonna like if they're gonna judge you or criticize you um so that's kind of like what i've been working on yeah that's what this podcast is about it's about finding out how to be our most badass self and And not worry about what everybody else thinks (laughs) yeah because we we've done enough of that already we've definitely had our fair share of that (laughs) i think for us the hard part is getting over what other people think about us. Yes. And, I th- and that's a struggle I think a lot of people can relate to. Like, I think everyone, very few people are like, eh, whatever, it doesn't matter what these people think. Like, I'll, I'll be me no matter what. Like, I think almost, I, I, I would say a lot, a lot of people are struggling with this. Yeah. And I, and I envy those people that are like, I don't care what people think. F it. I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm like, oh, I wish. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to do that. I want to be like that. So I don't know. I think, well, I think this is a great, great way to even close off the podcast too, is um, you guys are going to come along our journey of, of really coming into our own, um, figuring as cheesy as it sounds like figuring out who we are Mm -hmm. um, and living life unapologetically. And it's going to be hard. It is hard. Even doing this podcast, I feel like is a big step for us because we're really putting ourselves out there to like our friends. Like I, I know people are going to listen to this. What? <laughs> Why? Listen to this. Like, it's like, a, I hope people listen to this. But then I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to learn. They're going to learn our deepest, darkest secrets. So yeah, like, no, that's, that's scary to think about. I'm trying to think about that. I'm just thinking that we're talking to each other and this is a brunch talk. It is. And I'm going to say exactly what I would say to you if I were getting yeah. brunch and talking about, a mistake that I made in the past or something that I need advice on currently. Exactly. Oh, that's going to be fun too. When we ask each other, I think that'll be really, really cool. Yeah. Because this is going to happen real time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We might have something come up this week that we want to talk about because it's real time chats about things that are happening currently. Like we can talk all we want about past stuff Yes. and stuff that happened in college or even post-grad. But um, there's definitely going to be things that we need to hash out like over the podcast ourselves. Yeah. So you guys are going to see our most imperfect, vulnerable sides of us, which is so scary, but I think also very needed for both of us. I think that's something that we really need to work on, work on is like just putting ourselves out there and being open and vulnerable. Yes. Although we're like that with our friends, but I think to everybody else, like I think I've, I, I feel like I've been wanting to do a podcast forever, 
but I think what was stopping us, well, for me at least, is like, what are people gonna think? Or like, yeah, what if it's weird? What if they, yeah, so cheesy? Or like, but you know what? It's worth it though because I'm just thinking about how awesome it's gonna be twenty years, thirty years down the line to have this. Yes, a hundred percent. We should have called this therapy talks or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hey, I mean, we for for we are pretty good therapists, like at least to each other. So to each other for sure. And then I think it's going to be so exciting to have our friends come on and for people to see like all the amazing, sorry, I don't want to toot our own horn, but we do have amazing people around us. Yes. Um, and they deserve some recognition and deserve to share their stories too. Shout out you guys. Shout out our friends. <laughs> whoever's listening that maybe feels a little bit lonely or feels like they can use a friend, I hope that this podcast can make you feel could come for you just a little bit and feel like you're not alone. Like we're all going through this. Yeah, definitely. And this was just an introduction podcast. There wasn't really like a theme. We just kind of wanted to come here, tell us who we tell you guys who we were and why we wanted to make this. Yeah. And hopefully next podcast we'll have like a topic of conversation, a theme. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. I really want to do, I feel like we should share. I think we should have like obviously a whole like dating podcast. Because that in and of itself. Oh my gosh. I'm excited to talk about that. It's going to be so fun. Um, Even talk about like dating stories, college stories. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Let's like, we need to do like a a sophomore year and then a junior year and then a senior year. So much happened. Oh my God. So much. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this Um, and tune in to the following episodes. So we're gonna try to do a couple of different fun things, switch it up a little bit. We wanna make it entertaining and fun. We don't wanna make it boring. We want you to enjoy your commute to work if that's where you're listening to. Um, Also, share it with your friends. So I think we're gonna set up an Instagram for this podcast. So share, share, share. That would be amazing. Um, And yeah. Any Saren? No, I like I like what you just said. <laughs> I like the Instagram idea. Also, post a bunch of awesome pictures of avocado toast. Oh my god, yeah. Also, I like some quotes, and we want to record an actual live sitting of us during brunch time. So we'll have that'll come later some video snippets. Wait, yes. that'll come later. The live later that. But those are just some of the ideas we have um, coming up. So tune in to our next episode. It's going to be posting, what, once a week? Yeah. Mondays around brunch time. So Perfect. Yay. Yay. Okay. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to our first episode of this podcast. I just want to quickly give um, thanks to Pete McClear for the awesome song for the intro and it's the same song now for the outro so just giving him a shout out um go check out his stuff he's on soundcloud uh spotify apple music just everything so pete mcclear check him out this is this is his song brunch skipped out on no time for lunch Life's been so hectic Let's go to brunch A cup of fresh berries 
Bloody Mary, whole squad vegan, ain't messing with no dairy. I just gotta know, can't we just relax and take it slow? Just enjoy the show. I'ma get you another mimosa and a side of salmon. And have you tried the quiches yet? Them shits is out this planet. And you need some antioxidants, some pomegranate. And if you wanna take a pic, it's cool. Just make a candy.